0: I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. This is where we use self-awareness to create practical systems to be more intentional and productive with our time. And we stay humble by remembering God is in control. Today, I've got a really practical episode for you. We are going through some possible things that you might be doing that is just a waste of your time. And I don't know about you, but there are a few things that frustrate me more than feeling like I'm wasting my time. And that is our pursuit of always like figuring out a better way to use our time, how to get more time, all of that. It always comes back down to time. So by the end of today's episode, hopefully you can regain a little bit of time back into your day. Now let's get into the five things you might be wasting your time on, but hopefully not for much longer. Here we go. Okay. So one of my biggest pet peeves is wasting time. When I feel like I'm not being efficient, wasting my time, or just that whole concept I feel like we can all relate to of just not wanting to waste our time. That time, it goes by so fast. We're always trying to figure out how to get more of it. And it's just the common theme and source of a lot of our frustrations and Google searches of how to do better with our time. And so I'm bringing you a quick practical episode today on five things that you might be wasting your time on as a mom specifically. So we are going to run through these five things. And hopefully by the end of this, you are going to walk away being able to let go of some things and finding some extra time. So here we go. Let's start with number one. Okay. Folding socks, (laughs) waste of time. (laughs) Laundry is definitely a time suck and doing all the things. And so actually folding the socks, it's always finding the matching socks and then folding them. It's this whole process and getting everybody's socks, the right ones in the right pile. Like, is that this kid or is that the other kid's socks? It's just too much. So, My plan, I still have like a variety of socks um, for each kid, but mine's easier. I have a boy and a girl, so it's pretty obvious for the most part whose socks are whose. But once they outgrow these socks, I am going to have a goal of getting like one kid has one color sock, maybe two, like maybe someone has like white and gray socks and someone else has black and pink socks like I don't know I'm gonna pick maybe they're all white but you know some have that different color band or whatever we're gonna figure out a simplified version but even without doing that while the socks are still all the different colors and mix match that may be where you're at at this point I've kind of stopped like combining them and folding them like finding the pairs and folding the socks because it's just not, it's just not worth it. And half the time, like my my daughter started to mix match the socks anyway. She didn't want to wear the matching socks. She was wearing two different ones anyway. So that was just a waste of time. So I feel like, hey, they are old enough. They can find the matching socks. And even young ones, that's pretty simple to find the matches. Don't have too many socks. That's another like decluttering side of this not to have too many only what (laughs) they're wearing if you're always if there's always like a layer of socks in the drawer that never gets touched you have too many socks that that's your like red flag of how to tell you have too many socks to begin with but then you just I do this for my own I haven't folded my own socks in forever mine are all white and yeah there's like two different styles and I don't really care if they're the matching one, not a big deal. You can't tell the difference on the outside. So just laying the socks, I have some white and some black, easy enough, but like for your kids, just laying them in there and letting them find the matches or not matches, who cares? They can pick two of whatever kind. And you can just free yourself right now from ever pairing up socks and folding them. Like that can just be done. That's like no longer a thing. Like, can we have a little hallelujah here? I'll just just take a breath and be like, yeah, yep, not doing that anymore. That's done. (laughs) Maybe it'll motivate you. What else can you not do anymore? So I hope that is a very practical thing that you can put into place. And it just becomes a thing. Like, yep, go, go find your socks. You go pick socks out. It's fine. So next thing, Number two on the list of things you might be wasting your time on, organizing toys. So I had a recent episode, I believe it's 109, talking about organizing toys. And I just wanted to put this in here again, one component of that, that we tend to overthink And over-organize things. I'm all about, like, it's great. Organize things, have a bin for everything. Perfect. But we tend to go a little too far and over-organize. So, like, if we've got the animals or whatever, like play toy animals, you're, like, you may create a bin for the dinosaurs and then a bin for, like, zoo animals or whatever, Maybe with cars, you have a bin for like trucks, more truck type of things or tractor things. And then you have all the little matchbox cars in a separate bin. Maybe the, the dolls, there's like Barbies and then there's the other million other types of dolls that aren't Barbies. This is where we start going too far because <laughs> when you organize toys, you need to put yourself in the mindset of your kid. And this is potentially going to be different for each of your kids, how their things are organized because we all are wired differently. So you need to think through them, like, like to them, a car is a car, like it's a vehicle of some kind. They don't care that this one is for the little matchbox ones. And this one is for the trucks and the tractors. Like if they're putting it away and you have worked that out and like, whoo they're actually putting things away, which is amazing they're putting it back in the carbon when you tell them to put it away and they put it in the wrong bin and you're like frustrated you're like no not that bin it goes in this bin that's for the matchbox cars okay stop pause does it really matter does it really matter is it put away in a in a category that makes sense and to your kid they're able to put it away when they have something and they go to their room they know where to put it like that's a win. Don't take away your win, mom. Don't take away the win. So just relax on how far you separate things out. If you've gotten a little hyper with how you organize or feel like you have to have, you've seen things and you're feeling guilty because it isn't in shambles and, and really it's like, no, it's okay to have broad category organization bins. And again, don't miss that tip. Don't use those deep, those deep bins. <laughs> Get those shallow bins. Go back and listen to that episode for why on that. Um, but anyway, just stop wasting your time over organizing. Just create those those zones for everything with your kid in mind. You can do it with them and make sure you come up with a system that works for them and what they feel confident they know where to put things away. That that is good. Don't go overboard and too, too niche, too detailed. So take a step back on the organizing and stop going back and feeling like you have to reorganize their stuff when they put it away. Okay. Number three, this is a recent one for me that I'm like, so this is new and in progress. I haven't done it much yet, so you can test this out with me. Let me know how it goes. Um, side note, uh, interruption here. I just have redone my website that now uploads all the podcast episodes so you can find them there and everything's all organized and fun. And you will notice in the bottom right corner is a little like microphone symbol in like a orange color um, circle. You can leave me a little voicemail. So, if you don't want to send me an email, you can go to the website and leave me a little voicemail and let me know how this next step goes or any of these five tips. I would love to hear from you. Okay, back to number three. So, what I've been starting, cleaning out the car, may be something that you're doing that you don't need to do. You're wasting your time doing that. And The reason, no, I'm not telling you to let it continue pile up and cause our kids just destroy our cars (laughs) like in moments. I don't know how it happens. So not that we aren't going to clean at all, but it doesn't need to be just you doing it. And that is the difference. Like your kids are just sitting back there, they're bored, they're whatever, they're fighting. You know, the car is not super exciting and and is a challenge in and of itself. So while they're just sitting back there, let them do some picking up. Depending on what age they are, like mine are older, they can like reach down and pick something up off the floor. But make it a like even a a 30 second thing when everyone first enters the car. You're not allowed to step over something. You have to pick it up. You just kind of create little... Uh, I hesitate to say rules, but for the lack of a better word, I'm going to say rules to help facilitate your kids cleaning up their mess (laughs) in the car. So you just get a little grocery bag, hang it on the, if you've got a like SUV or van, a little armrest, can just hang right there. So if they have a little snack or whatever, not shoving their trash in the cup holder, shoving it in the seat, dropping it on the floor, they've got a little bag right there And then when it's getting full, you can just tie it off and toss it. But that's something they can easily, like if you're sitting in a parking lot, maybe you're doing like a Walmart pickup grocery order, perfect time to have them be picking things up and put it in the little trash bag. So just start making this part of car time that picking up any trash and maybe you have a little bin for things that aren't trash, like little toys or something to keep in there. But like... Let's stop wasting so much of your time cleaning out the car or feeling guilty. Better yet, <laughs> if you're not cleaning out the car, no shame, but stop feeling so guilty that you're not doing it and start having your kids pick up after themselves because they need to do that anyway. So that's your, that's your whole thing there for cleaning out the car. Just facilitate easy ways for your kids to keep up with the trash and the stuff. So fingers crossed that this will, it went over fairly well when I did it. My kids are eight, but to do that more and hopefully have less messy cars. Okay. We are on to number four. Stop wasting your time on fancy food preparation, fancy snacks. If you have been doing this, I have not. I tried like once, like on the first day of school being like, all right, I'm going to do the snack thing this year. Like They get home from school and they'll have a fun little snack on the plate. Well, they could have cared less, didn't even want it. And I was like, nope, not doing that again. (laughs) But just in general, if you have found yourself now, if you enjoy creating fun little animal shapes with snacks and doing fun, crazy things, and, and you have time for that capacity for that, and it brings you joy, bless you, keep on going. If you feel like you should be doing it or you are trying to do it sometimes and it's just stressful and taking up time and you resent it, don't do it. If you can get your kid to eat that stuff, whatever they're eating, without turning it into some amazing tower sculpture or animal creature, then just let them eat the snack. Like, it's okay. Here's your permission slip. We don't need Pinterest-worthy snack plates or meals like breakfast, you don't have to put a face on that pancake. Like it's okay. <laughs> every now and then you can do that, but I just want you to have a little permission slip here that the everyday mom there is no normal again, whatever works for you, but I don't want you to have this perception that the everyday mom all across the world is making fancy food things every day or most days. I I'm feeling pretty confident, that's not the case. (laughs) So if that's in your mind, if you've been feeling any mom guilt or shame that you're not doing cute snacks and lunchbox foods with faces drawn on and all the things, you're doing great. You're doing great. You do not have to spend time on that. It's okay. All right. Last one. We are on to number five. And this is another new revelation that I'm actually really bitter that I did not think of this or see this when my kids were younger. Like I legit was kind of (laughs) mad. Like, why didn't I know this? So if you have younger kids, please listen up. I eventually got here with part of it, but not the full thing. So stop wasting your time getting drinks for your kids. Multi-step process here. Make sure their cups are in a low um, drawer or shelf, bin, whatever. Make sure they can access their cups on their own because they can do it. And make the drinks that they drink, like on the bottom in the fridge, if they open the door, whatever their height level is, that they can reach the drink they want. You don't have to get the drink for them every time. I feel like this is a trap like that, because that's what we do. Their babies were literally getting them their drink (laughs) forever. And we just keep going, keep going. And then one day, all of a sudden we have an epiphany of like, wait, why am I still doing this? They can do this. (laughs) So I'm giving you the epiphany. If you haven't already had it, they can do this. And I know you've got, you've got some arguments coming at me in your head. So hold on, not done with this tip. So everything within their reach, the next step, because we know sometimes they want milk or juice or whatever and it's in the full container it's too heavy they pour you're like no i no what are you talking about i'm not letting my kid pour the juice it's going to be all over the floor all right we're not we're not going to do that so this is what we're going to do you get the dispensers like the drink canister dispenser things with the little spout like we have um well now we have this Key thing, but we had a Brita water filter thing with the little spout. And so they would get their water in that. But man, you guys, you can do that with like anything. You can have the juice and the milk in those type of dispensers. So they can just open and use the little spout thing to fill their cup or put the milk on their cereal bowl and not have to worry about the mess or that they have left the milk on the counter and you didn't realize it. Like you can eliminate so much mess and waste and stress by having them easily in these dispensers. And if you don't want the dispenser, like whole canister option thing, I saw there's even um, these little like pumps, like you put, like you screw on, you put it on the top of the milk jug, like it's the new cap, but it has the pump on it. So they can do it that way. So no matter what, there's a solution here to make getting drinks easier. And I did a pin of these items on my Pinterest board. I'll make sure that's linked in the show notes. Um, and you can go find what these things are. But like Walmart, Amazon, you can find drink dispensers. It's probably just called like, I don't know, a milk jug pump. <laughs> I don't know. But it's an amazing invention. And it can just save you one thing, like just saving yourself a few moments here and there really adds up. So like anything else that this has inspired you that you may be wasting your time on as a mom that you don't have to, like just start looking for those little things in your day of being like, wait a second, I don't really need to do this. I'm wasting my time doing this when someone else can, or is something that doesn't even need to be done. So quick recap. Stop wasting your time on number one, folding socks, number two, over organizing toys, number three, cleaning out the car. Keep that trash bag in there. Number four, feeling like you got to do the fancy food prep faces on fruit cups and pancakes all the time. And lastly, getting drinks for your kids. So, those are five things that you may be wasting your time on. And I hope you come up with even more. And again, send me a message of what those are. Let's help each other out. Like you might have something that would save me too. So leave me a message on my website or send an email or DM me on Instagram. And yeah, let's chat all the helpful things. (laughs) All right, you guys, stop wasting your time. Go enjoy that extra time. Till next time. See ya. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you guys have all the ideas flowing and are excited to let go of some stuff and maybe try some new things. And I can't wait to hear about it. So I'll be waiting to hear your voice messages on the website. Again, that's mommadeplans.com. So head on over and let's chat.